0: Welcome to our final best of episode of our winter hiatus, Bullet Train. We watched this movie back in the spring of 2023 and were blown away by how fun this movie really was. It takes you on an amazing ride as it intertwines relationships, kung fu, and chaos. We hope you enjoy our final winter hiatus episode bullet train. Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Popp, as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. welcome back to christ culture and cinema and welcome back to florida
1: michael how are you doing today it is a beautiful day out, and I would love to say my attitude matches it, but that wouldn't be a lot.
0: Yeah, beautiful day in the neighborhood, <laughs> that's for sure. But no, we're not doing that movie today. It's, I could sing. You could. You but, could sing. But we're not doing we're that not doing movie. That. No, we're not going to do that movie. Yeah, it is a beautiful day here in the northeast corner of Florida. Beautiful. And uh, here we are going to be talking about movies and you know, today we're going to talk about a movie that my daughter and son-in-law introduced me to. They went to the theater to see this last July, and uh, they they called me immediately after the movie. Oh and, boy! Oh, and my daughter said, "She said, Daddy, you got to go see this movie." I said, "What movie?" And she said, "Bullet Train." And I said, "Bullet Train? Really? Why do I need to see Bullet Train?" And she said, and I quote, "It's Kill Bill meets." A high-speed Japanese train.
1: Well, sure. I'm all in. Sure, because you're, you're all in.
0: You know me. We have yet to yeah. do The Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2, and they have to be done together. Oh So boy. that's going to be a two-episode extravaganza when we do get there. However, she was right. This is a
1: brilliant movie. I it love this good. movie. I enjoyed it. Oh, my gosh. So entertaining. I, I mean, I, you have to get past the whole how is nobody dying there you know how are they doing that and still standing how are you know i mean it's got a little bit of rambo there a little bit of you know no no
0: no no no. it has kill bill
1: yeah exactly
0: this is this is old kung fu you know martial arts everything mixed in on a japanese bullet train i I love this movie. So yeah. it, it came out July 18th of and
1: 2022. Pull the spoiler alert right now, because we're going to talk about this whole movie.
0: Oh, man. If you, you haven't you
1: seen it, go watch it. Go and come watch back. it. You can go catch Netflix. this on
0: Netflix. Yeah. This is... Oh, beautiful. Brilliant. Now, the budget for this movie was... A robust 85.9 million dollars. Now that's in comparison to last week when we did Father Stew, which was four million bucks. So a little bit different. They put a few shekels into this. No money. Uh, but box office return very nice, 239.3 million dollars.
1: That is some real cash. Uh, once again, though, that's worldwide. It's oh, only yeah. 103 uh, domestic. Let's, and so we're seeing, again, that... But let's see, what was the name of the foreign, movie? Foreign. Yeah, it's Bullet,
0: bullet, bullet train. train. I guarantee you this thing killed it in Japan. Yeah. I guarantee you it killed it in Japan. Now, it was directed by David Leach. And David Leach is, uh, you know, he's an up-and-comer. He's done some good stuff here. He's done some good stuff. You know, uh, it was, you know, not
1: credited, but worked on John Wick. Uh, the mm-hmm. first John Wick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed the uh, Deadpool and John Wick he was uncredited. I don't know you could have an uncredited director. Yeah, yeah. That was well, weird. I, maybe it's like a sort of director. I yeah, don't know. What I that don't mean. know. He helped.
0: But he did direct Deadpool 2, mm-hmm. which was a great movie and you know this christmas we just passed which did incredibly well at the box office violent night violent night yeah know. that did real now, well I,
1: I had atomic uh, blonde oh yeah atomic blonde as and, well and uh fast furious hobbs and shaw which i still have yet to watch mm-hmm. um but do you see what he has coming up in 2024 what else does he have coming up the fall guy Oh. Waiting to see what happens there. You know, are we are we rebooting the old 80s sitcom? I, I don't know what's going on, but I saw he had The Fall Guy 2024, so it I very thought... Very well could right. be. Now, what makes him interesting is he has 82 stuntman credits, and he was Brad Pitt's stuntman yeah. for how many of Brad Pitt's movies? I mean, you oh, yeah. go back and you look, Yeah, he's the stuntman, and yeah. now... He's the director. Now he's the director. Now it's a way really
0: funny that you say that because let's talk about the cast, uh, the characters, uh, and the other work they've been in. And the characters, uh, for the most part, have kind of code names. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have Lady Bug movie. It's a well. It's not really a spy movie as much as it is a assassin. Well, it's Ooh. kind of a you know crime syndicate. Right. Dark characters uh, on a bullet train. So dark, we have dark la- character named Ladybug. Well, we have Ladybug, <laughs> and he doesn't like his name. Which right out of the shoot is brilliant. Is he does brilliant. not like his name, he, yeah. Ladybug. Why Ladybug? Uh, but that's pl- Ladybug is played by Brad Pitt, and it's funny you talk about stuntman once upon a time in hollywood that was you know brad pitt plays that the th- stuntman you that know it's david Leash. uh but brad pitt i'm telling you is really becoming one of our favorites here on christ culture and cinema his fourth wow we're fourth. gonna have to start the five timers club because oh, this is fourth word. i was yeah. i was looking at that yeah he's coming up to bill murray stratosphere yeah. isn't he so, Oh yeah now i saw this one movie first time i saw it was at the faith and film festival out at concordia seminary st louis in january ad astra mm-hmm. wasn't a bad movie it was a pretty good movie i haven't seen it um uh, you know what you're going to watch it and you're going to kind of think uh, you were watching the movie with matthew mcconaughey very similar like an feel interstellar to interstellar yeah. yeah not the same but it has the same kind of feel a little sciencey um, you know, let's just. What are some of your favorites? Obviously, I, we've done them in The Big Short and Once Upon uh, mm-hmm. a Time in Hollywood. We've mentioned.
1: You know me. I uh, I love Moneyball. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, I love Legends of the Fall. I love Seven. Mm-hmm. I put Fight Club. Of course, we just did Oceans Eleven, and you did Twelve and Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, World War Z was disappointing. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but I know you love Inglorious Bastards. Oh, that's I, such I have to a see good that. Yeah, haven't movie. seen it. But let's face it: what is he known for? Where did he uh, cut his teeth, so to speak? Oh, Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Oh yeah. yeah go but let's to. not
0: forget a movie that was done, and it came out right around the same time as Bullet Train, The Lost City. The Lost City. And yeah. I swear these two movies must have been filmed next to each other because we have three actors, three big Better actors in this yeah. movie. That were in that movie, and the two minor actors in this movie were the major actors in the other movie.
1: And, and the other one that we always hear about, we haven't seen yet, is Babylon. Oh, I know. We're going to that, see that's, that. That's more recent than that, right?
0: Yeah, that came yeah, out I December. Seen it yet. Yeah, yeah so right. We got to watch Babylon. Yet.
1: We got to get after that. Now
0: playing Prince. I need more time off. To watch movies. Yeah, you know, I. But they're not going to give it to us as no? much as I try. Oh my you know, we had a church meeting last night. And it's like, can you give us a little, little, a little, little extra more time, time for, for movies? movies? And they laughed at us. Yeah. So, you know. That's well, they how laugh it, at everything. We well, that's pretty much what has is the case <laughs> of our world. <laughs> now, playing Prince, which is a female character, is Joey King. And, you know, she seems so familiar to me. Well,
1: 23 years old, 73 movie credits. Isn't that crazy? No wonder she seems familiar I mean, I
0: started you. looking at some of the things she's, you know, the... Uh, the in be- uh, the Princess, The In-Between, mm-hmm. Slender Man, Kissing Booth 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. Independence Day, Resurrection. Uh, she was in Fargo Season well, 1. I had Resurgence. Oh, so Resurgence. Uh, resurgence, yeah. uh, Resurgence, okay. She was uh. in Fargo Season 1, the um, uh, FX television show. She was in White House Down. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, she was the little girl in *The Dark Night Rises*. We just did the dark. You know, we just did the Batman movie a couple of weeks I, ago. I, I still have uh,
1: *Robot Chicken* mm-hmm. going in style. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, *The Conjuring*. Yeah. *Crazy Stupid Love*. *Horton is a Who*. Uh, I did put in "smartass." I thought I could get away with saying that since that's the title.
0: It is the title is of the title. movie. Ergo,
1: you can't can say, say it on Christ and culture and cinema. Where did she get her start? I don't know. Two thousand six. Where was that? Two episodes of Zack and Cody: The Sweet Life. Oh, I'm sure my boys uh, saw it. Zack and Cody. Love the Sweet Life. Zack and Cody. I remember Zach and Cody. Yep. I think my kids watched
0: that um, too. True. Now, and she's a she is a central character in this movie. She's scary.
1: The oh, way yeah. she goes, sweet little girl, and turns around and, and tries to kill—yeah, ruthless killer. Oh my gosh, great yeah. part.
0: Yeah, she's
1: the diesel. She's,
0: the we'll get oh, to she's that. She's <laughs> the diesel. <laughs> We're gonna get. To we'll that. explain that. Later. We'll explain that in a little bit. Now little, playing teaser. playing the twins, the uh, brothers, Tangerine and Lemon, <laughs> which is really hilarious because the white—the one is white and the other is black—but they're known as the twins. The twins. Uh, Tangerine is played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. And boy, oh boy, you want to talk about a really nice career. Uh he he's is done well. He is the King's Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenet mm-hmm. uh, had his little appearance in The a- Avengers, Age of Ultron, and Captain America, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And we can say it here, he's in kickass one and two. One and two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Recurring character there. Yeah, and yeah, anything else? Those are his Yeah, I,
1: I had Shanghai Knights. Okay. Uh, I had uh, Outland King, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But. He is in the 2024 of the fall guy so uh-huh. there we go oh, the fall guy. david leach is
0: bringing him back he's bringing his he's yeah. he's putting the band back Eli together S- now playing lemon is brian tyree henry and i <laughs> love lemon now yeah. this is a quick explanation lemon's character he says everything he needs to know that he's learned about human behavior he learned from the children's television show thomas the tank engine <laughs> and he always has thomas the tank engine stickers and he's he's and, a little creepy that way. and he kind of calls him out he says yeah. you know you know you you are you're, you're the diesel and when you're the diesel you you got it's an edge good. man you're not good being the <laughs> diesel good. now lemon uh, played by brian tyree
1: henry okay here you go he, he's he's in the mcu he he's he in is. the eternals well here's what i thought was weird i always try to look at the upcoming and it showed Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's and the yet back, animated one. Back in the day, he was Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's... It's, the, it's, it's weird. It's like, why would you have a sequel that close? Yeah. And then I turn around, 2024, Godzilla and Kong. Yeah. But back in 2021, it was Godzilla versus kong yeah really yeah they're having so much trouble with sequels i changing one word yeah pretty much that's gonna screw up some people but mind you he was in the eternals and he was he was that is maybe and one of your favorite movies one that we're gonna started it all we're gonna get there but it's such a dense mcu movie
0: i haven't seen it it's
1: i've tried to i've watched it once my son tells me i have to i just i haven't I don't get the desire to spend my time that way. Well, I watched watched it once,
0: and I was horribly distracted. So I started doing things like making dinner and stuff like that. And then I watched it on a flight, and I just went, it's just not that good. Mm. It's kind of painful. Um, You you stray from the formula. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, If Beale Street Could Talk is a really good movie. He's in that. And then, of course, Boardwalk Empire, baby. Oh, boy. There he is. That's not where I was going for you. Where were you going? Joker. Oh, I know. He's Joker. in the that Joker kind of like,
1: too. Don't forget White Boy Rick. Yeah. Hotel Artemis. Yeah, uh, Irreplaceable You. Super been, intelligence. I mean, he was he's in some
0: good ones. He's been in some great yeah. movies now. Playing Kimura is Andrew Koji, and I love this. He's in <laughs> he's in Sandwich and Sandwich Two Machete to Wasabi. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're just shorts, but I wrote them down because I thought that was hilarious. Oh, good Lord. Machete to oh, Wasabi. Oh, my goodness.
0: I mean, that no. that right there is maybe the greatest movie title ever. Sandwich two, Machete to Wasabi. Machete I'm all to in. Wasabi, yeah. I'm all in on that one. So, uh, also, he was in Cake Bomb, Snake Eyes, mm-hmm. and, of course, The Fast and Furious 6.
1: Yeah, he was uncredited. I was curious about that. But yeah. I also have the Wolverine Speed Racer, Rush Hour 3, The Last Samurai. Oh, yeah. In 47 Ronin. Oh, I know that one.
0: Oh, yeah, 47 47 Ronin. Ronin.
1: Yeah, that one I know. Uh, But he
0: was in Speed Racer, which is just, ugh. Yeah, yeah. that's one of your painful ones. It's painful.
1: Yeah, we got a worse one coming up. I
0: grew up with Speed Racer, and it's just, ugh, it just makes you exasperated. (laughs) Go speed. Now, now playing the Elder is Hirokoe Sanada. Hirokoe Sanada. And, you know, here again, the Wolverine, Forty Seven, Ronin, Rush Hour Three, Army of the Dead, Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, Avengers End Game, and then really two very popular television shows: The Last Ship and Westworld.
1: Uh, it was in Minions. Oh yeah, um, and and Mister Holmes. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He's coming up in soon. Uh, don't tell me, John Wick Four. Oh, John Wick 4. Yeah, coming up John Wick 4. Have you War. ever
0: watched the John Wick series? So
1: I just was chastised by my youngest this weekend because he wanted to go to the new John Wick one. It was on the preview yeah. when, when we went to go see, um, what did I see this weekend?
0: It uh, wasn't Water World. It wasn't was uh, The Way the of MCU Water, the MCU uh, one that just came out. Um,
1: you just saw the Ant-Man in the Watch. Yes. Uh, Quantumania. Uh, Quantumania. That was one of the previews. And he's yeah. like, oh, damn, i got to go. And I'm like, well, I should probably watch the first one. Uh, oh he, i he did not think that was funny. i had never seen john
0: wick and then one day it was on and i sat and i watched john wick one and i went okay i kind of get this then i saw john wick two and i'm like i'm in
1: this is yeah i gotta watch
0: it's really really good i have to take time off all right so that's the elder now playing white death <laughs> white such great Death. <laughs> what a great name what is your character i'm playing white death uh white death is played by michael shannon and Oh, by the way, he's becoming a Christ culture and cinema. He's been favorite. In a couple, been uh, a couple. I have noticed. notice. So we know, you know, we know him from Elvis and Nixon. He plays Zod in the Man of Steel, <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Uh, I keep bringing it up. He's in Boardwalk Empire, and his character yes. is tormented in that series. He's so good. Uh, he's in The Shape of Water, Academy Award-winning film Big there. One. Fahrenheit four fifty one. Knives Out, and here's the one I keep telling you to watch, which is a, um, you know, it's a streaming show. Uh, it's only eight episodes long, I believe. Nine Perfect Strangers. I haven't seen it. I love his
1: character in that show. So so good. A couple bookends. Yeah. Uh, Amsterdam. I haven't seen it. And that and that mm-hmm. new new uh, series, Little Demon. He's mm-hmm. in six episodes. I haven't seen it. And upcoming, it showed The Flash and McCarthy. I thought that was interesting. But back in the day. Yeah. Eight Mile. Oh, yeah. Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. And his first movie, Groundhog Day.
0: That's right. I always forget he was in Groundhog Day. This is so true. You know, so,
1: again, talking about bookends, he's gone all the way from that bit part, the drunk guy in Groundhog Day. Right. To White Death. White Death. It's come a long ways. That's a great character. Now,
0: playing Maria... Who is really the voice on the phone for most of the movie to Ladybug and just makes a kind of a bit appearance at the end mm-hmm. is Sandra Bullock and mind you we I didn't know that till the end. Well, I mentioned to you that it well I knew right away I know her voice, uh, but she was in that movie The Lost City, the one right. that I was telling you had mm-hmm. to be filmed mm-hmm. right next door, and she's the main character in The Lost City. Now, of course, The Lost City we know her from Bird Box, Oceans Eight. Oh, by the way, she's in Minions too. Uh, how many people are in minions? I mean it's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. A great movie that we haven't done on this yet and probably we should. Gravity is okay. a wonderful movie. Yeah. I love we'll that movie. I want to see that. I haven't seen it. Uh, the Blind Side, maybe we'll save that for love next it. season for football, you know. Yeah. Good movie there. That's a good one. The Proposal is a hilarious movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I love The Proposal. That is so funny. Great movie. That's and a good of course one. We know her from Miss Congeniality and oh. Speed. <laughs> yeah, Miss Congeniality one and two, and
1: Speed one and well, we won't bring
0: up. Yeah, she was two. in two. You can only that's, do one of worse. those. You know, it's kind of like yeah. Taken. Once you get to Taken two yeah. or three, it's it's lost its luster. What else do you have for? Her? Uh, well, I'm gonna leave it for you. door's wide open. Step on, on. through. What? Are you, where are you going? Murder, death, kill. Oh. Come it's, on. It's she played
1: a great part in Demo Man. No, Demolition Man. It's, it is, she's the cute little cop who's the th- in the future and doesn't know how to handle anything. <laughs> the three shells. Come on. The mystery of the three shells. The three shells. While you were sleeping, she no. was good in A yeah. uh, Force in Nature, yeah. 20 Days in Net, and Hope Floats. Of course. I mean, she's good just... One. Love her. She is really she, a timeless... She was a rom-com woman there for a while.
0: Yeah, she's a timeless beauty and timeless, you know comedic act she has great delivery in these great comedies delivery. she really does now playing wolf uh who comes onto the train uh <laughs> he plays the uh you know the uh, the mexican who comes on the train wolf played by bad bunny
1: I, I i was a little confused i'm like wait what's his real name bad bunny bad bunny and his name <laughs> like, is like, the bad bunny plays wolf <laughs> what is your what is your name <laughs> i didn't remember a character named bad bunny hello my name is bad bunny <laughs> i mean I, what is this bad bunny yeah. thing i don't get it and he plays a tough guy
0: well, he does and he's uh he's we know him from f9 the fast saga
1: mm-hmm. and then it's just a raft of bad well, bunny stuff there's there's a couple movies my spy yeah f9 yeah and four episodes of a little narcos mexico yeah I thought of you oh you yeah. like that narcos, narcos stuff. baby i haven't gotten but he's to a musical then. artist he is oh, what yeah. he
0: is he is that's exactly what he is but he does play a tough guy now playing the hornet Uh, And the Hornet is the one who's poisoning people on the train. Hey, when that happens. Is Zazie Beats, And uh, Zazie Beats has some very interesting things in her. Little uh, uh, bag of tricks here. The bad guys. Lucy in the Sky. First time I think we've come across somebody in Lucy in the Sky. Yeah. This is the guy who, you know, wakes up the world, doesn't know the Beatles exist, and he's playing these Beatles (sighs) songs, and everybody loves it. Uh, She's in The Joker. I saw that. A big role in the Joker, too. Uh, Seaberg, Geostorm, and here's another little one. Uh deadpool 2. deadpool 2. So we're getting some crossover you're getting crossover up there with uh aaron taylor johnson so uh
1: right really great you have anything else for zazie no i mean it, she goes back at the beginning you know, she was in uh episode of black mirror if you've never seen that crazy wacko uh, series mm-hmm. that makes you think about some things right and uh she was in uh was it one or two episodes What is yeah. it that i saw that i thought robot chicken which yeah. we have some crossover but but again, overall, um, no, she, she's, she's still up-and-comer. Now, here's the interesting
0: character uh, playing the son, the son of White Death, and we learn later the brother of Prince, played by Joey King, is Logan Lerman. And I was surprised by some of the things he's been in. Fury, the butterfly effect. But as a child actor, 310 to Yuma, mm-hmm. The Patriot percy jackson kind of an interesting and diverse uh career most of the time by the way he's sitting there as a corpse on right. the train so. but you
1: forgot yeah because he plays percy and percy jackson which was pretty cool except he was cast way too old and they mm-hmm. screwed up that series and they have to start over mm-hmm. but you forgot uh the worst one name it noah oh that's right no uh <laughs> Not good. Now the butterfly effect, we should do that sometime. Masham Kutcher. So good. You've never seen that? I don't think I have. Oh my goodness. talk about a time jump movie that makes you freak out. Really? Oh. Okay. So good. We'll yeah, I to love to the butterfly that one effect. Now two others that I just threw in
0: for the sake of throwing in because they're really cameo appearances. The one is um the hitman who's supposed to be on the train. <laughs> But he can't make it, so Maria sends Ladybug. So Ladybug is not even supposed to be on the train. Nope. But the one who's supposed to be is played by Ryan Reynolds. So it's only like a quick little flash scene with Ryan Reynolds. And again, we love Ryan Reynolds here. And he's been in Deadpool, Deadpool 2, soon to be Deadpool 3 coming up. All those people. Free guy. We did The Atom Project. Great movie. A little crossover with Sandra Bullock in The Proposal we keep mentioning them we're gonna bring them out we're gonna have to do it the hitman's bodyguard and the hitman's wife's bodyguard yeah brilliant movies the one the, the hitman's wife's bodyguard was just on the other day i had to stop and watch it for 15 minutes it just makes me it, laugh
1: it, it must be a david leash thing because he yeah. was in hobson shaw yeah. the deadpool i mean he reynolds must just be a, a david guy and he said hey Come stop by for one day and we'll throw you in somewhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it was. You know, here it is. And it's just a quick little cameo. cameo. It's not much. And then, of course, he's in The Green Lantern and God help us one and all that movie was awful. Um, (laughs) I got to watch it. No, it's no, you don't. You really don't want to watch it. And then finally, The Passenger on the Train. And it's more than a bit role, but very limited. And I swear it's because he was on the lot filming The Lost City where he was the other main character with Sandra Bullock is Channing Tatum. Yeah. And we love Channing, Channing Tatum here. You know, we've had him in Hail Caesar. Uh, we we love him in movies like 21 and 22 Jump Street. Uh, he's, I want to see Dog yet. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Dog looks really yeah. good. Kingsman uh, Golden Circle. Kingsman Golden Circle. He's really good. good in that. He's in the G.I. Joe series. We got him he's in Hail the, Caesar. Oh, and he's in the Lego series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, he is Magic Mike, who's now having his last <laughs> ride.
1: With... I just saw the last two thirds of the first one. I had never <sighs> seen it before. It was on, we were uh, down at the state tournament. My wife and I, you know, you turn on the TV. It's like, what is this? Uh-huh. And And again, I. We're in a hotel. I didn't think it was actually on HBO. All of a sudden, it's yeah. like, oh, this is not regular TV. Right, right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Have you That's ever an se- interesting one. Have you ever seen the uh, television show where they, uh, you know, they they uh, will perform uh, dances and songs uh, of famous, uh, you know, it's a competition show, and it's uh, where they're really not doing karaoke. They're not singing. It's lip sync battle. I think is the name of the show. And he's on Lip Sync Battle, oh my word, he is hilarious on Lip Sync Battle. If you, ever, if you ever want to waste 30 minutes of your life that you're never going to get back, but you really just need to unplug, watch Lip Sync Battle. It is really stupid and really funny. So, And he does a brilliant job on that. Now, enough of the cast. Let's talk about this movie, which takes almost the entirety on a bullet train in Japan. And all we know at the beginning of the movie is Ladybug gets a call from Maria that he needs to go to the bullet train. Mm -hmm. And all he has to do is get this briefcase that has a train sticker on it and then get off the train with the briefcase. That's all he has to do. And he goes, no catch, no catch, no strings attached, no strings attached, nobody to kill, nobody to kill. That's all you have to do. And the rest of the movie is how he can't get off this train. And there is layer upon layer of chaos unfolding. What we discover in this movie is that Lemon and Tangerine have been dispatched to capture the son and bring him back to his father, White Death. And, of course, they capture him and he's on the train. There's a train car with all sorts of kids and uh Japanese anime and there's this big stuffed uh, you know, one of these air costumes with somebody in it. And we discover as the movie is unfolding that inside this big costume is, well, the Hornet. She's inside there and she likes to kill people by poison. But wait, there's one up- There's more. There's more. There's one up there's front. There's more. Prince, the female, uh played by Joey King is up front and she has uh, gotten Kimura to be on the train and is holding him there as hostage because she has a hitman by Kimura's son in the hospital and uh, the father, uh, the elder, is there trying to protect the son. So they're on the train. Who's trying to protect his son. Yes. Yes. So there's these layers of... Three generations. Very bad people. And wait, when they stop at the, I think, first or second stop... Who comes walking onto the train? Bad
1: Bunny. Oh, the wolf played by (laughs) Bad Bunny. Well, he tries to come walking on the train and he comes face to face with Ladybug. Yeah. Ladybug versus Bad Bunny. I mean, the wolf.
0: And Lady... Well, let's let's unpack this a little bit. So we have all these layers of weird relationships. A lot of layers. A lot of layers. We have Prince and Kimora. And Kimora is there against his will. And Tough as one. being against his will, he doesn't want to be there, but she's going to use him to exact her revenge. Right. That's what she's going to do. We have Lemon and Tangerine trying to figure out why did White Death send them specifically to bring back his son? Hmm. Because maybe they crossed White Death somewhere else.
1: They're on the bullet train for a reason. They sure the are. death train. It is really the death train. might have been called that if there hadn't already been a movie called... Death the train. death train yeah. this is true so
0: as we're watching this movie unfold uh ladybug finds the briefcase with the train sticker which oh by the way is a thomas the tank engine train sticker Course. on it uh yeah put there by lemon lemon and inside the briefcase is a whole lot of money Was this 2 million i think it was 4, four it's million. like 4 million dollars in his briefcase a lot of cash so as this movie unfolds we're seeing the interactions of each of these characters we see for example uh ladybug and when wolf enters the train wolf recognizes ladybug from his wedding where everybody dies except for him because he didn't eat the wedding cake it was poison so he blames ladybug but ladybug isn't the one who poisoned the cake wasn't ladybug oh no that would be someone else that would be the hornet but he doesn't even know hornets on the train so hornet's
1: on the train and he stabs him. Yeah, except he got his phone.
0: Yeah, phone saved him. The, son, the phone protected him, so he had to take white. Well, uh, had to take yeah, the wolf's phone. Yeah, and he kills him. Yeah, small problem. But this is how it's set up, and what you realize as this money unfold, uh, as this movie unfolds, as is, the money unfolds, as that's, the money that's, unfolds too. Well, slip. that's a part of it too. Where's the money? Everybody has been brought onto this train by one person. That person being White Death. White Death has really situated this moment in time. He has pr- propositioned everybody to come onto the, the train for very different reasons, and now they're on this train
1: and they're attacking each other. I mean, what did you see? Is this kind of how the movie unfolds? Yeah, it, it, it's 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 one of those weird movies where you're like, this is so impossible. There, there's no way there's no how did that happen how did that happen there's no way and you're watching all these great fights and these yeah. great scenes and, and how do they still survive and and every little thing like the water bottle yeah you know but I love what they the do water.
0: and this is how this movie I real. this is what's so great about this movie the tie it then pauses and it says you know two years ago or 45 minutes ago or whatever mm-hmm. and shows you for example we didn't know when the wolf enters the train we don't know what's going on but it pauses and then we go to his wedding and you're going oh look at this everybody dies at his wedding including his bride Why, all these things are happening for
1: vengeance you know it's interesting you say that one thing i just thought about that we hadn't talked about before was the show kaleidoscope Mm -hmm. how they have that oh this is five days before the heist this is three years this is 24 years this is the day after this is and they tell you watch them in any order yeah doesn't matter and it's like what what do you mean watch them in any order they're all independent shows but they're all showing different parts yeah in a way this movie does a great job of showing us the chaos and slowly peeling back what happened why they're right to the end
0: it shows us the chaos but then, all of a sudden, it gives you a moment of clarity to understand how this piece of the puzzle fits, fits here. Okay. So for example, tangerine- lets you put a piece in. Well, it's like with tangerine and lemon. All of a sudden, you see that there are two boys growing up in the same home, that people just refer to them as- The twins. The twins, even though they're not twins at all. Uh, you understand as he's watching Thomas the Tank Engine Lemon, that for him, this was formative in understanding people's personalities mm-hmm. and how they interact with other people. That's so his point of reference. That explains the train stickers and why he does this. It's kind of his little uh you know shtick of communication. We understand as the movie unfolds that Kimura, his father, the elder, was an assassin with white de- with white death and didn't stand up to him. So you see these overlaps as they give you these little segments, all the way up to the end of the movie, after White Death is 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 killed, and you think, uh-oh, here's Prince, and she's gonna take out Ladybug and Maria, and a, what was it, a bread delivery truck, or no, it was um, a truck with citrus in it, uh, runs her over and kills her at the end of the movie, And then they immediately go, 45 minutes ago, and here's, you know, here's Lemon, who we thought died as he jumped out of the train, lived, fell into this uh, water, crawls out, holds up this truck, and every layer interconnects. And it really gets, as as I watch a movie like this, and as you're putting all these puzzle pieces together, you realize that there is this sense of providence, that there really is a kind of linear line that runs through this movie, connecting all of these events so that when you get to the conclusion of it, it all makes sense. Um, you know, as I as I stop and think about this word providence, uh, it, it kind of got me thinking back to my days in seminary and uh, reading Christian dogmatics. Uh, it was Francis Pieper who once wrote, he says, In this connection, the special question comes up for consideration. Must all events in the world occur just as they do occur, or could they happen otherwise? Scripture compels us to maintain both the necessity and the contingency. From the viewpoint of the divine providence, the necessity obtains, from the human viewpoint, the contingency. Examples illustrating necessity— Scripture says that the betrayal of Christ by Judas and his crucifixion by the Jews and the Gentiles had to occur according to the determinate counsel of God. Uh, Further on, he goes on to say, but these same events are also represented in Scripture as contingent from the human viewpoint. By warning Judas, the Jews, and Pilate, Christ sought to keep them from committing betrayal and murder. Uh, The words of the Lord... He that delivers me unto unto death has the greater sin, warns Pilate that he would be committing a wrong if he would comply with the demand of the Jews. These words made made an impression on Pilate for from henceforth Pilate sought to release him. So those old theologians who carefully weigh their words say according to the law of divine providence, which rules all things, it is correctly said that all things happen of necessity From the standpoint of man, everything in human affairs is done freely and contingently. Now, that's all to say... How much paper did you just read? I read it. We just lost everybody. Man, I read a little bit. (laughs) Uh, We're back, though. Come on back. Come on back. It's all good. That's all to say that sometimes when we're in the middle of something, we don't see the bigger picture that's happening around us. I I think you can read Scripture this way in a very profound way. You know, I know you were mentioning... um, uh, Joseph, uh, what were your thoughts about that as you were looking, as you're, you know, as you're watching well. Bullet Train, how does that
1: intersect with an Old Testament story like Joseph? I, I think you've heard me talk about how much between Jacob and Esau and the birthright and, and, and Jacob leaving and, and seeing Rachel but having to marry Leah and he and Leah are popping out babies but not Rachel and then the handsmaids get involved and next you know we have the 12 tribes of Israel. And of course, they hate Rachel's chosen one, you know. And yep. so Joseph gets sold off, and you, you go through all that craziness. Everything that happens, What yeah, that's happens all the twelve tribes, and all of a sudden, it's like Joseph just saved everybody. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those where none of it makes a whole lot of sense. Right? None of it is is the way it's supposed to be, but. God uses it for good you know? yeah
0: yeah you know what or even take for for example Moses mm-hmm. you know here's Moses uh, one moment he's uh, you know born as a as an Israelite in uh, in Egypt his mother's putting him in a basket he's rescued he's being raised in Pharaoh's court wait a minute he kills <laughs> him find a baby I can Ooh, help you I can I can That's keep my baby I can keep that baby that'd be my <laughs> baby and he she takes that baby and raises that baby and then that and baby what does he do he Kill somebody does. Uh, I'll stop the argument. I'll just kill somebody. Well, he killed an Egyptian. That's Not a bad good. thing. So he flees. Yeah. You know, okay. So now he's out there. He meets Jethro. Meets the daughter. You know, marries the daughter. He's living the dream. He's a shepherd out in the countryside. I'm done with all this. Not going back. Burning bush. Little burning bush. Little burning bush. <laughs> burning bush says, uh, "No, you're going to go back," and he goes back. And as we watch this story unfold, we're going. This is crazy. Oh. Ten plagues and you know people dying. Red sea, party of the sea. You know flames, water. Hey, party at the bottom of the mountain. Manna. People making uh, golden calves while hey, he's getting God's law. Bl- blood everywhere. And then it's all a of a sudden bat. we realize this is God's providence. It's what he does? God's providence. He's bringing it all together.
1: All of a sudden the Should story. We get Tarantino to tell that story. Oh man!
0: Can you imagine Quentin Tarantino <laughs> doing the story of Moses? <laughs>
1: Or Jacob and Esau. (laughs)
0: Kind of like Once Upon a (laughs) Time in Hollywood. What if this happened instead? The What If series. That would be (laughs) wow. That would be insane. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And this is all to say let's come back to Bullet Train. We're weird people. You see this hand of Providence moving through this movie. Mm -hmm. That Ladybug, who is not supposed to be on the train, Ryan Reynolds' character is really supposed to be on the train, yet Providence puts him there. And he encounters the wolf. And the wolf is really there to deal with the hornet, who is the one who who poisoned his bridal party. Uh, Yet Providence put him there. And ultimately, Ladybug takes care of both the hornet and takes care of the wolf.
1: Uh, It's Providence kind of in a way i guess at the end it wasn't the prince i guess lemon took care of the prince but
0: well lemon <laughs> takes care of prince but prince takes care of white but,
1: death but but lemon jumps out of the train to save ladybug which is weird yeah. how they all of a sudden formed that partnership yeah but, you know yeah because it was it was um tangerine and Ladybug that were fighting earlier. Yeah. And now Lemon and him are are paired up. Yeah. It's weird. It's It's so good. Yet,
0: as the whole thing untangles and you get to the conclusion of this movie, you go,
1: I have been incredibly entertained. This was just... If you stay to halfway through the credits, I missed the scene in the credits until later on. It's like, what? What did I miss? Oh, my goodness. There's another layer I missed. There's
0: a whole other piece <laughs> to the story.
1: That's what happened.
0: I mean, this is kind of movie. Oh. Art.
1: I kind of hope they do
0: a sequel. And don't do Bullet Train 2, but do something you know akin to it. I don't know what. Maybe it's on a cruise ship. Maybe it's who knows.
1: But this was... Oh, oh, oh. Speed we, Two, we could do them. no cruise no, ship, no cruise, no ship. no cruise no, ship. Was, remember what Speed Two did? That's true. Yeah, that didn't work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but this is why we don't write the movies. We watch. We watch. We watch the movies, which leads to our question of the day. You know, as you think about the hand of God's providence in your life and in your world, where where do you think you are right now in your particular life story? How do you see God working, leading, directing? Using you, working through you, working through others around you, realizing that you're part of a much bigger story that God is unfolding in the world today. Now, having said that, uh, consider leaving a rating or and or a review about our little podcast here. It helps other people find us. and I'm telling you a lot of people are finding us, so uh, we appreciate all the kind words you're saying about I love us it. out there. Had a great time in Phoenix. Oh, that was a blast talking to folks and, you know, also talking up the book, Christ, Culture and Cinema, How Faith and Film Intersect. And, you know, kind of learned, which was really weird. There are schools now, uh, Lutheran schools using Christ, Culture and Cinema, How Faith and Film Intersect in their religion curriculum. Crazy. That's crazy. That's really cool. And I'm glad that uh, you're finding a use for a book in that way. Now, next time we're going to go something a little lighter, a little different. Going to go back to animation. We haven't done an animated movie uh, really in a while. I think the last one we did was... Uh, it's been a the while. Po- Well, the Polar Express is sort of animated, I yeah. guess. You know, But it's been a while since we've done a true animated movie. Uh, and we're going to go to one of your favorites. It's time to do my a Michael favorite. favorite. Michael favorite. Is this your favorite animated movie? Uh, the
1: Incredibles? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? That's what we're going to do. It is my favorite. So next Absolute time... Absolute favorite.
0: Next time, folks, we're going to do the movie The Incredibles. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for these winter hiatus episodes, and especially today as we looked back at Bullet Train. Next week, we will have a brand new episode as we go to one requested by you, the fans, as we look at the movie Pinocchio. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies.
1: Thank you for joining us for Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak,
0: and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies.